Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Treble Health community. This is Dr. Ben, and I am here to announce the newest audiologist on the Treble Health team. This is Dr. Jen Anfinson, who is based in Minnesota. Dr. Jen has come on strong on our team and provided excellent care to our patients via telehealth. Today, we're going to talk about her personal experience with hearing loss, tinnitus, why she's working with tinnitus patients, and some tips and tricks she has for what helps patients reduce tinnitus over time. Let me introduce Dr. Jen. She received her Doctor of Audiology degree in 2009 from the top-ranked audiology program, University of Iowa. It was during her residency at the Nashville Veterans Medical Center in Tennessee, where she first became intrigued by tinnitus while serving young military veterans who had a normal hearing test but reported bothersome tinnitus. Dr. Jen later worked in ENT settings and eventually in a private practice audiology setting. She also completed the tinnitus retraining therapies TRT certification with neuroscientist and renowned researcher, Dr. Paul Jastroboff. And after many years in private practice between Iowa and Minnesota, Dr. Jen joined our team at Treble Health in 2021. Excellent intro, Dr. Jen. I'm excited to have this chat and tell us a bit about how you got into this field to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. It's always uh, fun to do this and to share. Um, So I got into audiology because I have hearing loss myself. I think many of my patients uh, have always been surprised to learn that I have um, hearing loss. Actually, myself and one of my older brothers have hearing loss. We have something that's called a cholesteatoma. It does require some surgery involved, some some reconstruction. Um, and so, um, you know, throughout that process of having hearing loss, I, I, it eventually led me to become an audiologist, maybe not right at first. I always, uh, I've, I've always loved to teach and I was going to go the, uh, early childhood special education route. And then that led me to speech therapy. And so then when I was in my speech and hearing science courses and started taking the, uh, audiology classes, it just, it just clicked for me. Cause I was like, well, I've, I've been there, done that experienced that. And it just seemed like a really natural progression and next step for me to help other people uh, with with hearing loss as my career move. And tell us about these experiences with the military veterans who did not have hearing loss, but had bothersome tinnitus. For most people that confuses them, we think, oh, well, tinnitus is coming from the ears. There must be something wrong with the ears. But when the tests come back as no, overall things are looking healthy in the ears, Right. And it has doctors and you know, people scratching their heads. So what did you learn there with your time at the Veterans Hospital in Tennessee? Yeah. So, I mean, and definitely that was, you know, being a resident, still being a, a student and, you know, not having really much for training in terms of tinnitus at that point. It was, it was a huge mystery for me as well, where I started scratching my head and it just, it just was fascinating, you know, to, to see, especially the young veterans with normal hearing and, and bothersome tinnitus. So leaning on my 
you know, my supervisors and whatnot there is, is where I began to, you know, learn about the use of sound therapy using ear level, ear level devices. I don't know at that time I was necessarily um, using the term habituation. This was certainly, I mean, it was 2008, but you know, that that's essentially what we were, what we were doing, you know, is to use sound therapy um, to, to help with that habituation process so that we could, um, you know, get that, get that tinnitus to move itself into the, into the background. You mentioned that you have some hearing loss yourself. Could you explain a bit about how that's affected your life and do you have tinnitus? Yeah. 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 Thanks for asking. So, um, I do have hearing loss myself. My hearing loss is a little wonkier than most many patients based on the anatomy of the ear, um, aging noise exposure will have high frequency hearing losses where they struggle with women's voices and children's voices, that difficulty in background noise. I actually have a low frequency hearing loss. And, um, so I struggle with, um, men's men's voices because I'm an asymmetrical loss. I have difficulty, lack of localization, Um, So someone can say, hey, Jen, and I'll hear them, but I'll have no idea where they're coming from. Um, And so I have definitely lived my life. I I completely, um, you know, I understand when my patients say, gosh, it's really embarrassing. Um, You know, sometimes somebody says something and I I miss the joke and everyone's laughing and I'm I'm kind of standing there, you know, unsure of what was said because of my hearing loss. So I, I, I definitely resonate with that, having experienced that on the hearing loss side of things. Now I do wear a hearing aid. Um, hearing aids absolutely help. I've loved hearing aid technology. I've led with hearing aid technology. That's kind of been my, my primary focus was treating um, patients with hearing loss using amplification. So I, I've, I've always loved talking about hearing aids and seeing people light up seeing their lives change just by improving their communication, getting them back to just doing the things that they, that they love to do with their hearing on the tinnitus side of things. Yes. I I do also have, um, tinnitus. I will say it started out in my, my left ear. Um, that's my surgical side. That's my side with hearing loss. I have had it since, I don't know. I was probably, you know, five, I've had chronic ear infections throughout my life. Um, so having always, you know, had hearing loss, having that reconstructive surgery to my left ear when I was 14. Um, but I've always had tinnitus. And so for me, it's just, it's always, it's always been there. So it's been part of my, my normal, um, whereas now it is, it's in, I do experience it in more the the, the middle of my head, but, um, I am someone where I have habituated. So the tinnitus doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily bother me. I will, I will actually fully admit since taking this position with trouble health, now that I, I focus on tinnitus and I, you know, I, you know, working with my tinnitus patients, we're talking about it more. I will fully admit that I actually do notice my own tinnitus a little bit more since it is more of my focus. So I usually chuckle and say, well, I've got to use, you know, the same techniques, um, that I, I'm sharing with my patients those same conversations. Um, I have them have them with my myself from time to time, uh, just to help. You know, in uh, in those moments where the tinnitus seems like it's a little bit more uh, noticeable, but again, in my case, it's uh, you know not not so bothersome. Well, we know that perception is a big part of tinnitus, and whether it's bothering us or not, and working in a position where you're providing a lot of support and one-on-one meetings, appointments, counseling with patients. Sorry that your tinnitus is more noticeable, but I think it's for a good cause. And I think, you know, I think at at the end of this, I think it's going to help more people than, than hurt more people. So um, with that, I wanted to, I wanted to just ask for those of you listening who don't know much about tribal health or have never worked with us, Dr. Jen, what is it that 
you do in the average you know, day in the life as a telehealth audiologist uh, with Treble Health? What kinds of problems are you helping patients improve? And what does it look like to be Dr. Jen uh, on the telehealth scene? A day in the life of Dr. Jen. Um, well, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's fun and it's, and it's challenging every day, every patient, you know, brings something new. And I think it's always important for my patients to realize that as audiologists, especially in the hearing side of things, you know, there, there's a lot of objective measures um, when we're fitting hearing aids, the hearing prescription, that sort of thing. Tinnitus is very subjective. There is a human component. You are a, you are a unique human. And so that's why it's so important to work one-on-one with your audiologist, with a tinnitus specialist, because we need to talk about you and your scenario and your lifestyle and how is this impacting you? Because your treatment plan um, might look a little different than the next person and the next person. And so that's just a big part of the fun for me. I, I love talking to patients. I'm a people person. If you haven't figured that out, I love counseling and uh, doing the one-on-one. So a lot of um, the patients that are coming in are certainly um, sharing their their tinnitus stories. You know, we find out you know where they're at on their tinnitus journey, and again, where it's most problematic. Are we focusing on you know sleep? Um, you know, stress and anxiety reduction, sound therapy, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, tools, as we often talk about, there's a great big old toolbox, and we have to figure out for each individual, the the tools that that work for them that benefit them that help them find, you know, relief, as we move towards uh, habituation. So every patient is is something new, I genuinely love my consultations with my patients. And it's, it's actually really fun to see you know, people improve and sometimes it's impressive how, how quickly, you know, and everyone's journey is different. Of course, I want to, I want to put that out there, but it's really thrilling um, just to see how much we can help. I used to work in ear, nose and throat, and I'm not going to say this of all ENTs, but it's, it's always hard when people share their experience that they've gone to their medical doctor and they're told that there's nothing that can be done for your tinnitus here's your brochure, you know, go deal with it. And um, when the truth is, you know, relief is possible, we can help. There are absolutely things that that we can do to help. So it's just important to share that. Um, that's one of the main reasons I joined um, Trouble Health was because I, I love my consultations. I love getting to know my patients, but really, you know, communicating and educating and, and letting them know that, that, you know, help is possible and that there is hope and there are absolutely things that we can, that we can do to help. And we see it every day. I mean, as professionals, the both, both of us on our team, everybody's been working well for, you know, over, you know, decade or, or greater. And, and we really do see the positive, the positive changes that are out there. And I think it's just great to be kind of be that, that light for people to let them know that help and support is available. We've got a We've got a great team to, to help people on their, their tinnitus journey. Yeah. It's one of those things that as audiologists, as medical professionals, as healthcare professionals, unless someone is putting a flag in the ground and saying, I specialize in tinnitus, I've done a lot of trainings, they're not going to have the kind of experience to be confident about improving tinnitus. At least that's 
personally what happened to me, where mm-hmm. at the beginning I was skeptical that tinnitus could get that much better. But the more I do this, the more success stories I see that even challenge my current belief system that, wow, neuroplasticity, brain habituation can really improve tinnitus. And like you said, it doesn't mean it happens quickly for everyone. And it doesn't mean it happens for every single person. Yet still, there's a majority of cases out there that do get better and everyone should try their absolute best. So I I, I appreciate your positive message. And that's definitely one of the reasons that that keeps us excited about what we do, right? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. Great. And any other tips, techniques, or viewpoints that you want to share, maybe things that come up regularly, whether that's fears or stressors that your patients typically have, um, any last words you have for the community here on this podcast? Absolutely. I think um, I am, I'm a few things as a, as a audiologist, I am, uh, I believe very heavily in realistic expectations, um, but I'm also pretty lighthearted when I do it. And so um, one of the first things um, I will share with a lot of my tinnitus patients is uh, is not to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so avoid that rabbit hole, you know, which, which does, it makes perfect sense when right at first, especially if tinnitus kind of comes on, it feels like it's coming out of the, out of the blue, you know, that, that anxiety can step, can set in. And if that fight or flight kicks in, and then we're searching, searching for answers and really kind of obsessing in a way, um, you know, just really encouraging people to, you know, stay off, you know, there's some, there's some forums out there. There can be a lot of negative, scary things that are out there, but just encouraging, you know, people to follow things like, you know, Dr. Ben and your, your YouTube channel, things that are, you know, more educational and, you know, just, just to have realistic expectations and to, um, you know, we, we follow evidence-based practices. And so just to, you know, you know, trust the process and, um, you know, creating that, that one-on-one consultation that you have with your provider is, is so very, uh, in important. So just to, to trust the process. And of course we, we, we will start off focusing on even like sound therapy and, you know, things to calm the nervous system to, uh, you know, reduce that stress and anxiety. So we're certainly, we're certainly here to help but just make sure we're, you know, following the, the right, the right resources that are giving the right, the right messages, um, that are, that are realistic that again, um, tinnitus relief is, is possible. And, and we are here and we're happy to help. Excellent. Jen, you're awesome. Thank you for being here and sharing your message. And for anyone listening who wants to speak with Dr. Jen, we do have free consultations at Treble Health. You can find us online by searching for us or clicking the description of this video. Thank you again, Dr. Jen, and hope to have you on for another podcast sometime soon. Hey, let's do it. Let's have some fun. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's my mission to share high quality information about tinnitus and hearing conditions. It would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a quick review explaining what you learned on this podcast. Thank you so much for considering that and I'll make sure to see you on the next episode.